Patrick Cooch from the Carlton Footy Club. You're listening to the Coaches Panel. Dane Zorko here from the Brisbane Lions. Jason Johannesson from the Western Bulldogs. Luke Parker here from the Sydney Swans. It's Rory Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Max Wall and Melbourne Football Club. This is Nat Fife from the Fremantle Footy Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Number 18 in the 50 most relevant, Sydney Swan young gun Isaac Heaney. For years, he's teased us that he can break the elusive 100 barrier as a forward. Is 2020 his season? That is what we are going to discuss today on the episode. Joining me to do so is the man that is affectionately referred to as his dad. I've got uh, the Fox on. Hello, mate. G'day, mate. How are you? It's raining. Yes, yes. Well, depending on where you are in the country, it's either ridiculously wet or excruciating heat. So, welcome to Australia. And uh, certainly our thoughts with those that are still navigating their way through some Pretty horrific bushfires still right across the country. Um, so let's talk about Isaac Heaney. Still just the 23 years old, though, mid-forward, which we need. Given we lost a absolute plethora of last season's top 10 forwards, being able to retain Isaac Heaney, for many, was a little bit of a godsend. Last year, his best scores came against the Carlton Football Club. It was 121 in AFL Fantasy and a 137 in Supercoach. He just narrowly missed the 90 marker for a seasonal average in AFL Fantasy, only by 0.3 in Supercoach, though. Right in that mid-90s place, though, 94. In Supercoach, going to set you back about 510k, 666,000 in AFL Fantasy. Do not be scared off by the triple six. And uh, just a touch under 650,000 in Dream Team. Fox, when we talk about this Sydney Swan superstar, he's just one of the fantasy footy community's favourites because he just knows how to win fantasy footy points. He's never broken out to the full extreme we'd hoped, but for the past three years, he's been a real lock in a lot of our forward lines. He does it all, really, doesn't he? He's an all he's an all rounder. He takes marks, he tackles, he, he he does he does a lot. The only problem is horsemanitis, that disease he's carrying at the moment. Same <laughs> uh, thing as Tom Mitchell suffered. Yeah, look, he he does. What I love about Isaac Heaney is, is when he does get those opportunities to run through the midfielders, he's really damaging on the inside and capable of supporting the elder statesman of Josh Kennedy, the club captain, Luke Parker. And then on the flip side, when he's either needed by as a rest for a reason or for a positional matchup due to injuries, when he does go forward, he's such a difficult matchup for opposition defenders because he really is an elite marker. You're right. He's the complete modern day footballer yeah you could say he's too good he's, yeah he's, he's just too good um and when they get injuries like uh, uh buddy or reed um he's the man he, he, he has to go and fill, fill a spot down there they certainly have now, lacked it yeah now we've got the well we've got mccarton emerging yeah mccarton's emerging for them uh that depending on how they choose to structure their forward line and whether or not they can play two kind of rucks in Sinclair and Naismith will be interesting. Haywood is probably closer to Adelaide's Tom Lynch rather than a, you know, as a tall forward. Buddy Franklin's touch and go for round one. Sam Reed's looking good, but we've all said that many times before in the preseason. Oh, Buddy, Buddy's going to start round one. I'm fairly confident with that. So, so if you get all those guys on the park, if you get Buddy, you get Reed, you get... Um, yeah, McCartan, Haywood. Um, I think I think he has to start. Yeah, I think he gets that role. You know, he has to get that role. You know, in the centre. 
Yeah, no, look, last year he was a really important player for us after a little bit of a slow start, and he's shown over the past few seasons that he's incredibly consistent. Dream Team and AFL fantasy averages over the past three years of 92, 90, and 89, while in Supercoach, 97, 97, and 94. Last year, after a couple of games where he was a little bit quieter on, he ended the year with nine AFL fantasy and Dream Team tons. Just the one of those, he was able to convert into a 1-20-plus score, and he did dip below the marker of 70 on five occasions, yet still averaged 89. Supercoach, nine tons across the year in that format. Three times he was able to convert those hundreds into big 130-plus scores. However, we did see a few 70 and below scores from him, the four of them, yet he did average 94. What I, what I like about him, Fox, and I'm keen on your take, is even though we have lost a lot in our forward lines, and we have, he's currently right now ranked across all forms of the game as the number two for total points and the number five for averages. I really, really like what we can get from Isaac Heaney. Yeah, I, I like him too, I like him too, MJ. Um, how's, how's the way he started last year? He started with um, an 85 and 67 in Supercoach, and then he and I think he got injured because that's sixty seven. Um, and how durable he is. He came back with a one thirty seven and one thirty. Yeah. So after two rounds he was averaging one oh five. And a few people would have um traded him out. Yeah, no, that's yeah. the scary thing, isn't it? When when we play m- maybe more the li- all formats, um, but definitely the more limited trades formats is we pick these guys because we believe they're premiums. We're going to have them for 90 average for the year. AFL Fantasy, totally different in-, in terms of the way you choose to play that game with the two trades a week, use them or lose them. But yeah, I know many coaches after that 58 in Dream Team and Fantasy, 67 in Supercoach against the Crows, traded him out. And then he goes on a run of three weeks of 121, 105 and 101 in AFL Fantasy, and then 137, 130, and 98 in Supercoach. So you really got a little bit stung there. And yes, he then had some quieter patches after that, but that's the crazy thing. Those were probably three of his only good scores in the first 11 games of the year because he only got three tons in the first 11 rounds. And, And then, as I said, for the year, he got six more tons in the next 11. So he ended the year in a much, much better shape for us. Yeah. I would, I would, I really class him as a one hundred and five, as a one hundred and five super coach uh, for mid forward. Is, is that with or without Buddy, or just just generally? You think he's going triple figures? Yeah, well, with with Buddy, or with Buddy, or with half Buddy, whatever you know, Buddy brings you know on the ground. His Buddy's on the ground. I reckon he's a. I really see him as a one hundred and five. Okay. Um, and what's he priced at? A ninety four. So uh, ninety four super coach, ninety in AFL fantasy. So that that's a good reason I would um, pick him. He's got he's got what he's, he's got a thumb. He's got a thumb injury at the moment, hasn't he? Yeah. So broke his thumb during training. At this stage, the club are, are, are yet to rule him out of the Marsh preseason games, let alone round one. But certainly is not what we want to see because. Long-time fantasy footy coaches will know that Isaac Heaney and the preseason are not good friends. He always finds a way to get himself injured, miss a couple of weeks, not get his way through the entirety of the preseason. So that that certainly is a level of concern. I suppose the positive for us, Fox, is it's a thumb injury. It's not a soft tissue injury. It's not a contact you know, injury in terms of a shoulder or a knee or something like that. So... In terms of his ability to keep building his aerobic and endurance base through these final few weeks before the preseason games, that's not impacted because of a thumb injury. 
And actually, if you're playing forward, you rely on your thumbs a little bit, don't you, for marks? Yes, you do. Yeah, so maybe your horse in horses thinking might think, oh, might slay him in the mid. Oh, fox. I think you might be stretching on it, but but I love that you're the eternal optimist when it comes to Isaac Heaney. I I think I've got really two key questions about him, Fox, and I want to throw them to you. Last year, uh, and we've seen it's pretty similar sort of trend across the past three years. His ability to get a hundred is fine, but he generally doesn't convert them frequently into big one twenty plus scores. Meaning so that he generally doesn't hurt you if you choose to take him on. Um, is that just, you know, the positive is is his consistency is the lack of his ceiling? Would you be okay taking him on? Or because this year we've got some limited options, you like the predictability of what he'll bring? Well, there's limited options there. So he does fall, he does fall across my path, um, definitely. Um, I He's very much in the mix for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Like... Um, uh, like who who we who we, who we starting? Um, Martin Dusty. Dusty. Oh, look, the popular uh, forward one and two combo is Whitfield and Dusty. We are seeing some uh, coaches across different formats are, are attempted by a Heaney. Others are looking at a Michael Walters. Then you've got the mid-price options of Stephen and Smith. Both of them have, we've seen through the fifty most relevant. Um, then a couple of Fremantle guys in Acres and Brayshaw. So. He's there and thereabouts. A couple of those guys he does share the buy rounds with Acres, Brayshaw, Dusty, and also um, the good friend himself. So, look, there's uh, Walters is who I was referring to. So there's options, but... Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's definitely a fair buy, isn't it? Yeah, look, from a forwards perspective, it, it's probably the more difficult one to navigate. Yeah, and uh, yeah, who better to navigate... Uh, with with Ben Heaney, I, I, I think he, I think he's going okay. Like we're talking of guys that's only twenty three. Yeah, no, it's it's really true. And look, the fact is. We all hope that he gets the midfield time as a predominant midfielder. I think it is in part linked to how their tall marking options go throughout the year in terms of their durability. Buddy, you know, we talked about him earlier in the preseason through the 50 most relevant. It's a patchy history over the past few years. Sam Reed's um, is pretty deplorable in, in terms of his ability to put 20-plus games together in a season. But if both of them are McCartan and potentially a Sinclair, if two of them can stay on the park for the majority of the year, that's going to help Heaney's cause. But I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him still play a maybe a 5 to 10% more through the midfield than what we've been getting because when he's in the midfield, he can win it on the in and the outside, but we want him forward too. If we could get something like, I don't know, 21 touches, 22 touches and a goal a game out of Heaney, I feel like that's where we get the maximum output out of him, not just from a fantasy perspective, but for a Sydney Swans fan too. Yeah, absolutely. He's only averaging, um, the last three years, he's only been averaging uh, a goal Less than a goal a game. Yeah, yeah. So one point two goals a game this year. Other than that, it was less than a goal a game, and it's been averaging around that twenty possessions. Um, so look, so, if we can get twenty two touches, four or five marks, four or five tackles, and a goal, that puts him in not just you know the low nineties. That's pushing the hundred marker for an average. Yeah, and, and definitely with with Buddy back, you know, uh, he he had a really good. Um, pre-season uh, before he got that knee. You know, he was up and about. He looked fitter than I've seen him for five years, buddy. Um, he comes back early, Reed, you know, Heaney gets more mid-time, you know, beautiful. 
Yeah, right. he's a ripping option. You're going to have to watch how the um, the injury to his thumb does or doesn't. At time of recording, the club have not come out and given an official timeline just yet. So you're certainly going to need to watch and see if that impacts his ability to play, uh, to play through the preseason matches, let alone in round one. But if he's not on your starting squad, he certainly needs to be in your upgrade plans because we're talking about limited options in 2020 at the moment. Yes, I know some will appear out of nowhere, but right now as we forecast to see what's there, I see him as a top six forward across the formats and it's just a matter of do you want to get him at the start of the year or do you want to wait a little bit and jump on him during the season? Yeah, and if, if, if you're not keen on the 666 factor, um, you know, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's one the, you know, three negatives I've got and um, that's one of them. So, you know, just get over it. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's talk about where he goes in a draft. He, he should be someone's uh, number one forward off the board, given he's ranked by 2019 averages um, as the fifth best forward across all of the format, second for total points. Chances are he's going to be someone's first forward. I, I, I don't see a world where he's going ahead of Dusty or ahead of Whitfield. Um, some might be tempted to get him ahead of fellow 50 most relevant inclusion player. That's not proper grammar. Uh, Michael Walters. Is, is yeah. a third round about right to start picking him? Or, or would you want to ra- wait one more round? Yeah, well, every draft is different, sure. isn't it? Depending on what you, what you see is the most value in your first pick, your first and second pick, you know, whether you pick a ruck, you know, whether you pick, you know, one of the gun mids. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, yeah, probably probably uh, third. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, I think the third round is about right. Uh, if you've gone and got one of Whitfield or Dusty, you don't need to go and get Isaac Heaney in, in your forward line if you've been able to lodge one of them away, either as a first or a, or a second round selection through there. You won't be looking for him. But if, whatever reason, the way your draft pick lands, you can get yourself one of those elite captaincy options through the midfield or a, or a Grundy um, as a Ruckman. Um, maybe it's a Lloyd type in the back line. Yeah, to anchor Heaney as your third forward with either two mids locked away or a Ruck and a defender or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah, two, two right. I reckon that. I'd, I'd be really happy with him about that. Yeah, I think a third round pick's about right. Look, he might slide to the fourth, but given we're lacking in forwards this year, I really do see it struggling that he's going to be there much past. Yeah, somewhere around that, you know, 20s selection in a draft is probably where he goes, given the lack of forwards we've sort of got. Um, Fox, appreciate your thoughts today on Isaac Heaney. Yeah, no problems. Just a fixture. Just the, he's got Crows, Essendon, Gold Coast, and Carlton. He does. First ball, that's, that's pretty handy. Yeah, no, he, he's got a... The Swans have a really friendly fixture, um, you know, to kind of kickstart the year. And, and neither of those um, sides that you mentioned um, are, are really banging the door down. Um, just from an AFL fantasy perspective, just for what it's worth, um, one of Isaac Heaney's, in fact, Isaac Heaney's favourite team to play against in AFL fantasy is the Essendon Football Club. He's played them seven times. He averages 100 in that format, has only once dropped below 87, and has has two scores over 120. They are his favourite team in AFL Fantasy to play. Just saying. So how's this scenario? He'll see, got a sore thumb, puts him in the midfield for the first one or two weeks. He comes out against Essendon and goes 150. He's, he's never scored over 140, Fox. Super coach. 
I suppose everybody does. Uh, of course I was getting a biased opinion on Heaney from you, mate. I should have known better. Appreciate your thoughts today on one of your boys. Thanks. If you want to go check out the article on Isaac Heaney or any of the other players included so far in the 50 Most Relevant, it is online now for you at coachespanel.tv. The links to get involved in our Patreon army help support the Coaches Panel and get early access to these podcasts and additional exclusive content. All your links can be found at coachespanel.tv. We venture deeper into the 50 Most Relevant tomorrow and the player at number 17 I've got a special guest lined up for you. It might, here's a clue. I'm bringing back the Phantom. Yeah, the Super Coach Phantom is back. I wonder if that helps you to know who we're talking about. 